Hello, how is it going today? How is your life? Are you finding happiness? Are you finding joy? Are you finding a better life through better thoughts? If your life is kind of hard and you're feeling kind of down, I can help you. I can help you find thoughts that can help you in your motherhood, in pregnancy, and in weight loss, which also can affect other areas of your life. But those are the ones that I've gotten pretty good at figuring out to find happiness and peace. And if you're feeling lacking in one of those areas, keep listening to the podcast and I can help you. I can help you find those thought tools that can help you turn your life around and help you find meliora, which means better in Latin. I have found a better life through better thoughts, and I want to help you do the same on this podcast. I'm Jocelyn Hillam, and thank you for joining me. Hi, I am Jocelyn, the host of the Meliora Mentor Podcast. Meliora means better in Latin. I encourage better thoughts for a better you and a better life. You're taking small steps in thought or action to reach your goal. I help individuals with an inner desire who are having a difficult time making progress to fulfill their goals to find the small, doable steps without making drastic changes to their everyday lives. And I can help you. Thanks for joining me. Hey, how's it going? I am glad that you are here with me today as we are going deeper into pregnancy. And this is the final stage of pregnancy that we are going to talk about today. But in the future, I also have some exciting things coming up. I have interviewed a mother who lost a baby at 38 weeks, and she shares her insight at that. If you have suffered loss, you will want to turn in, tune in to that episode because it is very powerful and she gives some great insight of how you can deal in such a thing. I also have a friend who I will be interviewing about having twins. So if you're having twins or multiples, that will be a good episode to tune into as well. I'm trying to branch out a little bit, do more interviews about stuff that I have not done and I have not been familiar at with so that you guys can still have insight to those things that happen in pregnancies and thought tools and encouragement to help you in those seasons with those things that go on in your life. So I hope you will keep joining me in these pregnancy series. I've been thinking about doing two podcasts episode a week, but we'll see if I can actually get there because I also homeschool my kids and help my husband with his work. So a little busy, but I just have so much stuff in my heart that I want to share with you to help you that has helped me so much. So maybe as we continue this pregnancy series, I'll see if I can add some other just thought tools for motherhood in as well. I know these pregnancy episodes can help you even if you're not pregnant because you can still apply them to other areas of your life. But I also realize that real life examples in motherhood is also helpful in things that you are going through and trying to overcome. So we'll see what we can do there. Today, though, we are talking about postpartum. Last week, I talked about the physical aspects of dealing with postpartum, of having a baby. Um, Some of the bleeding, the engorgement, the painful peeing, painful nipples, all of those types of things I talked about in last week's podcast episode. Today, though, I would like to talk a little bit more about the emotional after having a baby. 
you've probably heard of postpartum depression, or sometimes it's even called the baby blues. And I actually think I had postpartum depression pretty good with my first baby, um, but I was in denial, (laughs) and I didn't want to admit it or do anything about it. My husband even said he was a little scared that I was kind of going to be changed forever in a not-so-positive way because of that postpartum depression and dealing with all the changes and the hormonal things that go on in our body and our minds. At the time, I didn't realize that there were so many hormonal changes going on right after I had a baby. I just thought I was a sobbing mess. I cried about everything. (laughs) And naturally, I just kind of am a crier anyways. I tend to cry a little bit more easily than most people. But after a baby, it got even worse. And I was getting very frustrated with how much I was sobbing and emotional about the littlest, silliest things. Like simple things my husband do would just like make me cry or things that would happen at church or at home. I would just cry. I felt like I was crying all the time. And it was really, really difficult. It was hard to deal with all those emotions and to like know how to move forward because everything just made me want to cry. And that is one of the things that you kind of deal with after having a baby is all those hormonal fluctuations and trying to figure out how to normalize them. For me, it got easier with each baby, but I know for others that is not the case. It gets can get harder and can be very difficult and can be a funk that is really hard to get out of. I remember after my third baby, this is just kind of an example of when it popped up for me. After my third baby, we were in the hospital. And I think it was like the day after she was born, I was like ready to get out of bed, ready to shower. And I wanted to shave my legs and my armpits so bad. And I searched my bag. I searched my bag twice. And I couldn't find my razor. I was panicking almost because I felt like I needed to have a clean legs and arms to feel clean. <laughs> um, not arms, but armpits. And um, so I asked the nurse if they had a razor, like a disposable, ra- disposable razor I could have. And she, she replied, she's like, I'm sorry, but we can't give razors away at the hospital. And she had some flowery explanation for why they couldn't have razors at the hospital. And... I was so upset about not having a razor. I got in that shower and I just stayed in the shower probably for 15 minutes longer than I needed to because I was just crying. (laughs) I was really, really upset that I didn't have a razor, that I was going to have hairy legs still. And it bothered me like way more than it typically would bother me about something like that. So that is just one example of how the postpartum emotions can affect us when we've just had a baby and they can last for a while. Um, Every woman is different for sure, but they can go on for quite some time. When you're feeling kind of down, you're wondering why, why is this so hard? Why are these emotions causing me to cry or be upset all the time? Why do I not feel hope anymore? Instead of going to those, why me? I want you to think of the beauty, sacredness of having a baby. Study your baby. Study her beautiful skin, his beautiful eyes. Do they have hair? Can they move their hands and their fingers? Watch them as they purr in their sleep, as they suck diligently to get the milk out of either the bottle or the breast. 
Look at how beautiful and sacred it is that you grew this child inside of your body. What an incredible gift that is that your body produced, helped produce this amazing baby. That he or she is now yours. Your steward over that child. That God has given you the opportunity to be a mother. I find that as I find the sacred beauties in life and what to be grateful for, it helps me not to be so selfish of, why me? Why is this so hard? Why does bringing children in this world have to be so difficult? Difficult, Not just physically, but even mentally. Like, I'm on this struggle bus. But as we change those thoughts to the positive ones, to finding the sacred beauty, to finding the gratitude, to finding the reasons that this birth and this baby is good, our lives become a lot easier and a lot more light and less heavy. I know because I found it in myself. And there are cases where clinical help or help from a physician or doctor or the appropriate medical care is appropriate and very, very helpful. And with my first baby, I probably could have used some help like that, but I didn't realize it and I was a little bit stubborn at the time. But realizing that there is a time and a place for that and it can actually help you get back faster. But for those with just maybe lighter cases, pay attention to the thoughts that are going on inside of your mind. Which ones are repeatedly slowing you down and causing you to feel anxious, worried, or stressed, or weepy? And that's another thing I wanted to talk about as well. In fact, I'll do that right now. Is just realizing the fact that your hormones are changing. And there's not a ton that you can do. But knowing that that's going to happen and realizing that, yeah, I'm probably going to be a crying mess for a little while. Helps you to have more grace for yourself and to change your expectations a little bit when you realize that that is kind of how this season goes. Each season of our life is different and pregnancy brings many different seasons with it. It brings sickness, tiredness, a growing body, movement in your belly. It grows, it brings physical challenges and changes. And after birth, the same. You have those physical and mental challenges that are going to affect you moving forward. And the best way that I have found is to realize to give yourself grace. Now, what does giving yourself grace look like? It looks like being unashamed when you have to cry because you didn't bring a razor to the hospital and they didn't have one for you. It looks like allowing your husband to help out when it's just too much. You are too tired from late night feedings with the baby, your body trying to trying to heal, and asking for help either with cleaning, the other kids, or both. And sometimes you even need to reach farther than your husband. Maybe to family members, church members, neighbors, ministering sisters, what have you, ask for some help. You know, I always thought that asking for help wasn't a good thing, but I'm learning that asking for help can allow other people to serve, which can bless their lives too. You will be able to get some needed rest and recovery, and your kids will be well taken care of as you ask for some help in those times. And like I said before, sometimes that is real... um, like doctoral help, going to a physician or something to help you out. So to sum up a little bit of today, it's been hit a lot with pregnancy, but knowing what to kind of expect 
actually can help you prepare and move forward and give yourself grace. So if you know you're going to cry a lot after you have a baby or be more weepy or how it affects you, it might even affect you different than it affects me. But realizing what happens and how that does affect you can help prepare you for other children that you have. Or if you're currently pregnant, it can prepare you to give yourself grace during that season. It's just a season. This too shall pass. Nonetheless, we're trying to find ways to cope and help us get through that season. And knowing what to expect so that your mind can be prepared for that is one way to help make things a lot easier and lighter. Another tip is to find the sacred beauty and gratitude. As you find the sacred beauty in having a baby in your home so fresh and so close from heaven, it can help relieve your mind of the heavy stresses of a newborn because there is a lot that a newborn demands. (laughs) It is a sacrifice and it is very demanding with late night feedings, diaper changes, upset babies who you don't know why they're crying, you're still trying to figure out their cues, you're trying to figure out when they're hungry, when they have a burp, and so on and so forth. And it it can be very stressful. But as you find the beauty, the sacred beauty, and the gratitude, the reasons to be grateful for this sweet baby in your home, your heart and your mind can be so much lighter and you can find a lot more enjoyable moments in this difficult transition and this difficult season. And the last was to ask for help. Maybe you need to see a doctor for help. Maybe you need your husband to help a little bit more or even to reach out to family members or church members, neighbors, what have you. Maybe you need to ask for help. I want you to feel what you have felt during this podcast episode. And if something stuck out to you that you need, Do your best to act on it because it came to your mind for a reason. There is a reason that you needed to hear this. There's a reason you need to act on a thought that came into your mind that will bless your life. You are able to get that inspiration for yourself and for your baby. And sometimes we can find that inspiration through listening to others and it will spark a thought in our mind and we'll be able to act on that. Please act on the thoughts that come to your mind as you hear podcast episodes that inspire you, as you hear and listen to motivational talks in church and inspiring messages from the scriptures. Turn to the scriptures. Turn to Jesus Christ. He can help comfort you in this season. Mama, you are amazing. Your body is doing amazing things in growing these babies. Keep up the good work and try to find Meliora, which is better in Latin. Try and find better during this phase of pregnancy. I am here to cheer you on. If pregnancy is hard for you, please join me on my Facebook page called Pregnancy is Hard. I do frequent videos on encouraging you and your mindset through making pregnancy a little bit better. There also is a support group on Facebook that is also connected to that page. And I would love to have you join us there so that we can rally and support each other in this difficult season of pregnancy and hopefully make it a little bit better. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Until next time. Thank you for being a part of the Meliora Mentor Podcast, for listening, for sharing, and for most of all, applying these tools into your own life to improve your own happiness so that you can find your own better thoughts for a better you and a better life through taking small steps in thought or action to reach your goal.
If you are one of those individuals who have an inner desire but are having a difficult time making progress in your goals, I can help you find the small, doable steps without drastic changes to your everyday life. Reach out, let's connect, and let's see you move forward. My name is Jocelyn, and I thank you for listening. Until next time.